0: I'm to weave Radio. Good, 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 morning. Hope oh, you're having a i f- uh, I'm done. I'm done. I, do you, I see that's the one thing is I <laughs> missed the radio because I didn't have to think about what I wanted to listen to, but hearing those intros killed me, but that has nothing to do with anime today. We're going to, we're, we're doing a little bit of a throwback. It's been a while since we've done a anime radar coming up on anime radar six, I believe. It's been a while. The last one we talked about was God of High School and what was Tower it? Tower of God. And Tower of God. So it's like, where has this been? That aside, we are going to talk about two nice shows that are currently going. So we can't have too strong of opinions. We saw what happened last Radar. but We're not going to get into it. But uh, we got Megalobox season two, Nomad, as yes. well as...
1: Don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro.
0: Absolutely. So... Two uh, two decent shows. We're liking them so far, but we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, here's here's the intro. As always, we're so happy to have you. This is the I Married We Podcast, the podcast where I couldn't even talk about anything except for cartoons in school. And Danielle was like, well, that's okay by me. And now we're married.
1: And now we both talk
0: about cartoons together. Oh, exhausting. Speaking of exhausting, could you imagine how hard it would have been to cut down trees ourselves? <laughs> not, I've already done it once in my life. I'm not doing it again. But that uh, great segue purposefully, we got trees taken out of our yard today, four of them to be
1: exact. And I couldn't be happier. Don't worry, everyone. The trees were already half dead. They were unfortunately not well taken care of. These were trees that had to go. And you know what? Even if they were uh, healthy, gone later. They were pretty ugly. Yeah, they were. They were like some spindly form of a pine tree. Not good. Not good. Listen, no, I'm not that rude. I have a bonsai, so I care about my plants.
0: But yeah, these things were dying, ugly. One of them was at almost a 45 degree angle. It was shredding the gnar out there and I just couldn't have it.
1: (laughs) Shredding the gnar? Yeah, absolutely. Is that that a skateboarding term? I don't know. Surfing, skateboarding, (laughs) something.
0: But we got those taken out. So we're feeling great. The sun is now shining a little bit more in our yard. That's nice. It's been a war out there. I'll tell you. The dandelions. It's like something out of uh, the history books. I'm at war (laughs) and hopefully I'll win. But that's all
1: boring. What else is going on with you? What else? You know, just trying to keep my head above water at no, this point. No freaking kidding. And I'm I'm going to tell you, I'm really excited we're doing a radar on, especially one of these two shows we're going to cover because it's just hitting. It it's, is. It's what I needed. It's emotional. It makes you think. It's not just um, an entertainment for your eyeballs. You yeah. actually can enjoy the show and it's a show that we loved season one of absolutely And it is also good
0: on your eyeballs true yeah so you know we'll go into that one first if you don't mind okay yeah we're talking megalobox season two nomad now if you guys haven't seen season one we're also not going to be spoiling any of that we'll keep it super loose but i highly recommend it it's another show 13 episodes the magic number i'm not really into sports anime this for some reason is well i guess i just haven't watched much sports anime but this one slaps and it actually took over in uh 2018 when it first came out it was the talk of the town megalobox season one they did some interesting stuff that kind of gave it a vintage feel but also maintained you know kind of the excitement and the pacing of a newer show they i believe purposefully animated it at a higher resolution but then when actually rendering it out for the final, this could be all wrong. I don't, don't quote me on this, but when actually sending it over to be finalized, they actually down it. So it's not as crisp as you'd normally see, but it's got that bebop feel mm. or that tri-gun kind of feel.
1: Yeah. And I'm all in it. And- I don't think I realized until you reminded me that this was a 2018 show. And I think we saw it soon after it was completed Mm -hmm. because I think this was a show we binged at the time. But I couldn't believe when you reminded me that this was such a newer show because it it has that beautiful aesthetic and it works and it feels. I love the look of those vintage shows, like something you would watch in the 90s, early 2000s.
0: And I am also a very big fan of the nice, crisp stuff. Anime is looking beautiful now, but I think there is a time and a place, and I think I feel almost a little bit more vulnerable when I'm watching one of these because it makes me feel like it's vintage, so it brings me back. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And in the case of this, season one, you're not going to have... Season one and season two are actually different in enough ways that it's like so fresh, so interesting, and why I would recommend it, because season one, it's more of a underdog story you know uh junk the junk dog is what he's called and he is just basically someone who in this whatever year I don't know if it's like a dystopian future kind of deal or what it is but yeah. there's now boxing but it's got enhanced like mechanical rigs attached to him so this is like hardcore boxing we have a main character The main premise here is he's the junk dog he's he's a wanderer At the end of the day, his gear gets broken all the time. And he's finally like, he's like, you know, I'm just going in there without the gear. And so now it's pure talent that he has to go against instead of just, you know, leaning on the power that is these devices.
1: And he's fighting against people still wearing the boxing (laughs) gear. So he's later known as in the show as Gearless Joe because he fights without the gear. Yeah.
0: And his in his quote from the show, "to be quiet and do as you're told," that's the cowardly choice. So this guy doesn't mess around. Yeah, you hear that quote? That could be on your you know, back <laughs> tattoo. I don't freaking know.
1: And it's it's a great. It's not too much of a spoiler because I think uh, we get so much good endings with anime. I think anyone would would assume, don't but do it. it's basically a Rocky. Uh, you're basically watching the rock, the anime form of Rocky which is so
0: freaking true. I'm a sucker for boxing movies. I love Cinderella Man. I wasn't a fan of all the Rockies, but they're the underdog stories that are told within that ring. Phenomenal. And this is a very welcome addition. Now, season two, that's as much as we'll go into the first one, because at that point, that's on you. Now, season two takes a big swing, because the first one, and I'm glad you said Rocky, it's more of a It's about the glory. Let's gun for that and all this stuff. Well, once a Wanderer, always a Wanderer. Season two, you pick up. He's actually leaving the big town and he's getting out of there.
1: It's seven years after the Megalonia tournament that takes place in season one. Mm -hmm. Which sets him
0: off. He's now going to wander, as you know, in the title. So you're like, okay, I get it. But this goes from that. That was his one goal. That's it. That's it. And then now we're taking... This whole kind of direction of what did that drive and that climb do to him? Mm. How is he mentally, and what happens when you've hit a pinnacle and then now have to come down from it? This is the the, the season two is the show about understanding why Britney Spears went psychotic and shaved her head,
1: <laughs> and it also has an interesting viewpoint in the show where they show you things in episode one and two of season two. Mm-hmm that are foreshadowing things that we don't know how Joe got to that point. So they're constantly giving you little nuggets that the show is eventually going to devolve more as you watch it. And it's, I mean, it's been great. Yeah. So far. And we're kind of now at the turning point in the show where
0: it is currently up to. He has now come across kind of this town that is inhabited by, um, some illegal immigrants and kind of there's drama within that. So it gets a little political and in, in that way, not too heavy. It's not really about that, but we've already met a character who you genuinely care about. There's been enough kind of going on that you're already seeing development within Joe. You, you see more about him now than you did all of season one. Cause season one was like, this guy just wants to box. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's mm-hmm. very nice. The music killer. They've taken this whole Spanish turn with even the intro as well as um, the, the credits afterwards that as far as a thematic goes, they nailed it. And I think you weren't really too impressed with the intro,
1: you said, when we first watched it. Um, the intro music is great. I just felt and and then you kind of explained it to me, which then I saw a different viewpoint, but I thought the intro seemed lazily put together mm-hmm. because they used a lot of stills Or scenes from episode one of season two or scenes from uh, season one. Yeah. So it just didn't, it it wasn't the spectacle that I was thinking with how good the show is. Sure. Because usually in intros, they'll maybe use scenes or splices from either the whole show, the first couple episodes, something like that. But then you kind of explained it to me that because the show has such a vintage feel, it kind that's how you saw it
0: as. Yeah, they were, in my mind, they were taking kind of where they wanted the feel and kind of the type of tale they were trying to tell. They were trying to match it to film history and like how an intro of an older movie would have been. And yeah, it's not flashy, but I think that they, one, didn't give away too much, and then two... It goes back to they just know how to set up an aesthetic because the the whole show flows. It just works,
1: and it did actually remind me a little bit of Cowboy Bebop because Cowboy does the black kind of overlay, mm-hmm. and then the scene is behind the colored scene. Yeah, uh, which is is cool. It's all about straight lines, boxes, mm-hmm. and just kind of all these different types
0: of wipes. You've seen it, but it's nice. And the creators of this. I dare say, and I'm not like trying to blow smoke up them, but a lot of anime you watch now, it's more of a, oh, they're going with an equation. They're doing this. I honestly don't think Megalobox cares about that for one. They are definitely trying to pay homage to older anime, but the big thing is they are putting this aesthetic, this feel, and the, the emotions they want to drive through are totally taken pre- uh, preference over anything else. So I kind of really, really like that. There's only so many times I can see the magic, the people in armor with swords. I'm still loving every moment of all these other shows. My Hero Academia is all right. I'm starting to fizzle, but it's keeping me interested enough. But this is just a left field one.
1: Mm -hmm. I like that there's more of a human aspect to it rather than you're watching a show where someone either has it's in the future. So everything's high tech. Mm -hmm. Someone has a superpower as you've said, you know, or it's an isekai. It's (laughs) still based in somewhat present slash modern day. There's a little bit of high-tech technology, but you really don't see it because in Megalobox season one and two, the world's still kind of grungy. So it's weird to see this high-tech gear being used Mm -hmm. in this Megalobox boxing style, but then everything else seems very... Underdeveloped, I would say, yeah, essentially the only technology technological
0: advances seems to have been for these boxing matches, which is interesting, <laughs> but it is more this show, and a lot of anime will do it where you're able to reflect inward, you know, your line, April, things like that that'll kind of remind you of, oh i I remember my relationship x, y, z, blah, 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 blah. I should really call my mom or my dad. I'm Danielle and I'm not going to cry that much during this show. You know, (laughs) kind of those, uh, you're lying April vibes. (laughs) And with this, it's you're, you're going to have kind of inward reflection, but it also kind of just makes you question like, yeah, what to be a human accepting your faults, changing, growing from things like that. You have Joe who's super vulnerable. He's clearly leaning on it's not really a spoiler, but he's kind of leaning on painkillers very early in this show. And you see him at his weakest. The dude is just down and out. It sucks seeing it, especially considering season one was still fresh in my mind-ish. And then you cut to this, you're like, what the heck is going on here? But it, as he, as you're watching him and as he, he meets um, this new character who ends up boxing as well, it is an easy show that lets you kind of get into the mindset of, Wow. Push everything out and really just focus on the people who are in your life. Enjoy things at the base level and just be thankful for everything. It's a ch- This show is so charming.
1: And, and I we're think not even
0: halfway through. We're maybe just halfway through.
1: I think we're going to be on episode five. Um, they release on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So I think episode five is this week. Well, I'll tell you what. It's setting us up for some hype. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking
0: God of high school hype. I'm talking... <laughs> I'm very excited to see where the show goes. And that's
1: rare right now. hmm Yeah. Since it, since Attack on Titan finished the first part, I, there, it hasn't been a show yet that we've been like, oh, the episode's out. We got to watch it. Absolutely. This is kind of taken over that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need any more reason to watch this, season one has a 7.91 mile rating. Okay. Take that as you will. Season two already with four episodes out is at an 8.25. Yeah. So, I mean, watch it.
0: Yeah. Season one is a very solid foundation, and you can tell that they are just going to build this puppy tall. I'm, I don't know how season two is going to end. Again, we're only a little bit in, but if this season goes well, I, I'm going to need a third. I'm just, I'm ready for it. And this is actually getting me into a mindset where I'm ready for some sports anime.
1: We have been trying to watch how heavy are your dumbbells, just so as like funny. a yeah, it's just a turn you can just your turn brain. your mm-hmm. turn your brain off and just watch. And I love the guy when he uh, flexes; his like clothes come off, and he's got the teeny tiniest little head, and then <laughs> yeah. he's like jacked. It's, it's cute. And then we did watch maybe it was only one episode of that sports climbing girl mm-hmm. show that I think was this year. That's a that's a new show. I think I think so. Newer the the big thing. And it's about getting
0: myself into a mindset that preps me to watch the sports anime. And I mean this in the way of, I unfortunately watched the greatest sports anime ever already. So it's kind of like, I don't want any expectations for all of these shows to try and equal up to Kaijo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was, did you see my face? I wasn't sure where you were going with that. Well, and I was kind of staring back like, you're married to me. You know what's coming. I couldn't, do you know what? That is such, like, it is a sports anime, but it is so, like, <laughs> far out there. <laughs> I couldn't. Far out. Far out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it.
0: And I gotta tell you what, I think we can now pivot from a very serious show, well, not very serious, but a more serious tone, a little bit more of a grit, to the complete opposite of it, a slice of life that... uh you're just, you're just along for the ride and you don't have to think. But before we get into that, I, the things I like thinking about are following <laughs> people on Instagram. <laughs> now I mean that for, we have an Instagram, the I married, we podcast Instagram, which is just, I married, we pod, if I'm not yes. mistaken. So go ahead and get on there. Oh, you're already following. Well then I don't know. Comment like my stuff. Like, you know. <laughs> and, uh, talking more shows, getting recommendations. And now the newest thing we've been doing on our Discord is sharing our gotcha polls. Do you play a gotcha game? Well, share your luck on the Discord so we can all be jealous of you. Gawk and just say, hey, nice poll. Nice poll. Yeah, I just had actually a really good poll. She's not the best, best character, but I did just get the newest focus character in Princess Connect Redive, who's going to be Ilya the vampire. She slaps. She's cool. I'm very happy.
1: Yeah, she's got like a big form and then a little chibi kind of form. It's, it's kind In of the cute. show. In the show, yes. Yeah, not so much the game. In the game,
0: she just kind of either is dead within three seconds or she's just slapping cheeks. <laughs> take, take your pick. She's doing one of those. Uh, that's it for plugging, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all I got too. Now, on to the
1: second show. This one very, very much... This is, I think, slightly polarizing of a show. People either love it or they hate it. Which is weird. What I I would
0: say is it's very reminiscent of a previous Radar where we talked master teaser Takagi-san. Now, this show pales in comparison because there is nothing sweeter, there's nothing more innocent, and there's nothing greater than the relationship between Takagi and... Nishikata. Nishikata. Thank you. Michael, stop. (laughs) Yeah, I saw you roll your eyes, Michael. He's going to kill me. Anywho.
1: I got you, boy. Yeah, thank
0: you. Thank you. Their relationship is just pure. You love it. And then you can see there's a separate manga series that jumps into the future where they're married and they have an adorable daughter. I love that. And that's one of our favorite shows. Mm -hmm. Now, what if we took that show? Made the chick actually more degenerate, a little bit meaner. And then on top of that was just sexual constantly.
1: And mm-hmm. said it in high school. So it's somewhat more comforting. Absolutely. To- <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> then you have the show we're going to talk about now, which
0: is. Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro. The reason I keep teeing that up for her is she has it on her screen. I don't. And I know I I'll be yelled <laughs> at if I say it wrong. Now, we're only a couple episodes out. The first episode really was an interesting one because she went in heavy with her teasing against her main character. You do feel bad for him a lot of the times because he is just kind of a high school dork and she is quite the opposite. I tell you what though, she's slowly falling into a niche that's a little bit more bearable and as well is quite funny.
1: Yeah, episode one was definitely a lot more abrasive, I would say, with the Verbiage she Mm -hmm. chose for her teasing and then episode two and on. I think episode four is this week. Definitely gets a little easier. Mm -hmm. The last episode was a little bit more. I'm not going to say sexual, but there were just some things in it where it's a little bit more adult. So true. I do think
0: that the, the good thing with it, though, is is they are oversaturating the sexualization thing. That when she is being sweet, it is actually really sweet. Mm-hmm. So we've got that going for us. The big premise here is you don't really have to pay attention story-wise. It's just more of slice of life, going ahead and just uh, going through the motions and saying to your screen, hey, Nagatoro, chill it out. Yeah. You've made our boy cry and you didn't need to oh, do Oh,
1: yeah. I don't like it when she makes him cry. You would Hey. He's only, getting stronger though. He is.
0: He's starting to learn. And that's just it. So you can only be mad at her to a certain extent because she is also just trying to improve
1: him. hmm It's a cute show.
0: It is. Definitely a lot less to talk about. It, it yeah. Contextually,
1: it's, but. It's like a wash, rinse, repeat. You're going to get the same format in every episode. So mm-hmm. and we don't wanna there's not really anything to spoil. We've already kind of told you the premise of the show with her teasing um our boy Hachioji. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's a it's a cute show. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, but I look forward to watching a new episode just because I kind of like the little teasing shows and a lot of people I think like the manga, so hopefully the anime. Yeah. Think, up to it. I think
0: certain things are translating. I don't know. I never, of course, touched the manga. We've only just started getting into that, but there are sometimes she gets looks on her face a little terrifying.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> My
0: favorite look so far on her face has been when where I will give her the credit is when she is around the other popular people and they're trying to mess with her boy. Mm. Not today. I love how serious she gets, how kind of jealous she gets. And that's when I love her the most Mm -hmm. when she when she went just full on black pupil and grabbed her friend's hand. That was when I was the most invested and I'm like, okay, yeah, now we're cooking. So, yeah, Not, not not too much with it. We can just only recommend it as if you liked Takagi, if you like kind of the back and forth toying between characters in this case, not so much back and forth, more so back and back. (laughs) And one boy sometimes cries, but it's, yeah, it's funny. It's charming sometimes. And it's, it's, it's an all right watch so far. It can go either way at this point. I'm not putting my chips on either color here. I'm just, eh, whatever. (laughs) If it's great, that's fine. If it isn't, that's fine.
1: Right? Yeah. I don't really, that's all I basically have. I had a funny, we're kind of past Megalobox, but I had a funny little note. Bring it back. So (laughs) I was looking up Megalobox season one and uh, the let me get the direct so the episode director Mm -hmm. Yoshitaka Fujimoto episode director only of season one uh, found out he's got quite a few hentais under that he's been a director of under Mm -hmm. his belt. No kidding. Including a um a hamtoro. <laughs> a ham toro Imagine that. I was like, I was, you know, I was just casually going through the megalobox, you know, looking at the director. There wasn't really anything I could make of no mm-hmm. Episode director, and then the sound, just going through seeing what other information I could gather. <laughs> yeah. Um I want to share one of the um premises. <laughs> of one of these hentai's. Please do. And honestly, I respect a guy who,
0: as far as directorially, is able to kind of expand. And he has def- a bunch of different variances of showing people getting smashed <laughs> is essentially what you're telling me. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. Either in the ring or <laughs> in the uh... in other areas. <laughs> so one of these hentai's is called body transfer. There you go. Look it up on oh, your boy. on your safest... <laughs> We're going incognito. (laughs) So the synopsis is, Kenichi and several of his friends stay after school to look at a new archaeological find. Why is that at school? I don't know. Okay. A bizarre looking mirror. Suddenly, the entire building is transported into an alternate dimension and a magical field surrounds it to prevent them from escaping. Oh boy. Also, their minds have switched to other people's bodies. Here's the kicker. The only way to switch bodies is when their sexual emotions are high. Kenichi must find a way to return everything back to normal before the dimension falls apart. <clears throat> that's well. That's that one. <laughs> Holy mother of mercy. <laughs> that's okay. So body swapping where you gotta, gotta get it on to get your body back, I guess. Help me. <laughs> Help. So just thought that was funny. Yeah, not too shabby. And unfortunately that episode director only worked on season 1. He did not work on Megalobox season 2. Well, as we we did discuss though. This one's less about
0: smashing. That is true. It's, it's more, more about the Im- feeling. True.
1: Hey, you saying you can't feel in Hentai? Um that Hentai where
0: they're literally <laughs> just doing the deed to save themselves? Yeah, yeah you know what? Fair. They're feeling something.
1: <laughs> Fear.
0: Fair. Fear. Fear. How about that one episode, and this is going back to the Nagataro thing, when, when she lifts up her lip, you know, the classic anime lifts up her lip and she's got the fang, mm-hmm. normally not a big fan of it, but the screen grab of Nagataro doing it, I'm like, it just works with her. Yeah, she is crazy.
1: Oh my gosh. Do you want to do a quick, like slight spoiler for, do you remember what happens right after that? All right, guys,
0: we're going slight spoiler on Nagataro. If you don't like it. And if oh, you just have stop.
1: just listen to us. It's not that big of us, and the show's not even just, okay, what is it? So he is reading an etchy manga where it's vampires and stuff. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to hide it from her. She ends up getting it and reads it. And she's showing him like, oh, you know, she's basically telling him, I want to try and bite you because my canines are really sharp. And that's mm-hmm. when she lifts up her, the yeah. side of her mouth. She ends up attacking him. And is straddling him. And uh, our boy, I don't know if if she said it or not. He may have been a little hard. She put her hand on where his crotch was. And I can't remember what exactly she said, but that part was so funny and yet so secondhand embarrassing. It was it was perfect. It was perfect. Honestly,
0: it was the pure essence that this show is because normally you've got every time anime it's the guy accidentally a boob touch. I got to say, this is one of the,
1: the few times I can remember, if any, where um, there might be a little little grab of a... I've never seen it reversed in an... Crisscross, everybody <laughs> grab your dicks. <laughs> Did you see that coming? No, uh, kind of, yeah. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, so yeah, that, that was kind of funny. And of course, what this show, I think, does really well is... She can talk game all she wants. And there's a couple other things that she tries to do. But when the tables are turned and it actually becomes possibly embarrassing for her, she gets really embarrassed and runs away. She, yeah, actually I completely, for some reason I was blanking on
0: that, but that is, that is one of the sweeter things about it too. Not only her getting jealous over if people are trying to be mean to him, but yeah, you you hit that right on the head. He sometimes is able to volley it back and she gets embarrassed quick. Mhm. It is at its surface level, a little bit more degenerate of course, but I think deep down it it is and might even hit some sweet levels such as Takagi did. I don't think it will ever touch the camping episode of Takagi. Please. Oh my
1: gosh, This, yeah, the school camping. Oh it's so cute. That was season 2 if you are wondering. And please watch
0: it. We can't recommend that enough, because honestly, if you don't
1: like it, I guess you just don't like pure, pure. <laughs> Get out of here, you hentai lovers. Yeah. We, we want some innocence in our life. Yeah. Eh, well, hold on. <laughs> Wait a second.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that is, I mean, two good shows, two currently going. We, I believe- Megalobox season two, we've been watching it on Funimation. I'm not sure if it's on Crunchyroll just because basically any, what prompts us watching it on either Crunchyroll or Funimation is going to be, did they make a gigantic billboard out of it that said watch now? And I go, "Hmm, okay, (laughs) that's kind of the one I'm going to watch.
1: Yeah. The leaderboard. Yeah. Nagatora, I believe we're doing on Crunchyroll though. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Just like that. We're back in the
0: radar game. Happy. Yeah. Happy, happy. That aside, if you guys do end up watching these and get all caught up, please, I'm not, again, I'm shilling, but I'm not shilling it with bad intent. Hop in the Discord. Let's talk these shows.
1: I'm, I'm loving them. Yeah, we got notifications on. So if you make a comment, usually Tom will pop in there. I'm kind yeah. of a
0: little slow. Basically, Danielle, I will at some point go, hey, listen, you've been mentioned three times in the Discord. <laughs> so why don't we get on in there? And then she goes, Hard in the paint for like that day and then we'll catch her next week. Yeah. That's okay. I'm there. And we got some really good people. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. We've had a lot of, and I've talked on this, we've had a lot of people join it, but then not realize to click that thing to actually unlock the full Discord. And at first I was like, dang, this sucks because I want more people in here. But then, yeah, it, it, what it does boil down to is, honestly, yeah, if you can't handle that little bit of instruction... I I don't want to exclude anyone, but I don't want you in there.
1: I can't help you anymore. How are you, how are you functioning (laughs) at this point? You (laughs) got to read. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Anything else? No, I'm, I'm Gucci, baby. Gucci. All right. Well, just like that
0: massive fan of you. Hope that you have somewhat of an inkling of being a fan of this podcast. If you do, please tell your friends about it. Do you have friends? We don't. Help us. Please become our friend. Go to our Discord. And and then all that's left is Danielle to say goodbye to you guys. We'll go ahead and rub
1: it You can do that now if you'd like. Dosvidania, comrades. Nice.